Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sports book. Make sure you download the app and then sign up using the promo code CHGO. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Del Mendo, Ryan Herrera, the day before Thanksgiving. Ryan is prepping for a big night of boozing with his buddies, and I'm prepping for a whole lot of turkey coming up on Thanksgiving, and we're getting you ready for uh, – What's going on with the Cubs? You know, we're going to go over some of the rumors. We'll go over what Ryan's been writing about. We got a little fun Thanksgiving tie-in for you in this podcast. But we start with the most exciting headline we've had in a long time. The Brewers have traded for junk. I mean, (laughs) couldn't get a better headline across my phone last night. I thought this is going to be the gift that keeps on giving the whole year round. The Brewers have traded for a guy named Jansen Junk. Mm-hmm. How about that deal? Hunter Renfro <laughs> taking that bat out of their lineup and adding three what looks like minor leaguers. Uh, Junk is apparently a 26-year-old pitcher who made two starts for the Angels, but I don't I don't know anything about him. I will admit this for Cody. I do fear the day that Junk starts shoving against us. Like, then we've got a problem. Oh, man. If uh, – it- it would be very Brewers if some guy named Jansen Junk comes into Wrigley Field and shoves seven innings down our throats or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, I, it's my first my first reaction when it happened was like the Brewers are shredding payroll because they traded Josh Hader at the deadline because he had one year left to control. And what does Hunter Renfro have left? One year left to control, and it was only due like eleven million. It was, it's just like another prime example of why the Cubs should be competing in this division year in and year out because this Brewers team is a poverty franchise. Poverty. It's it's an embarrassment that they have been better than the Cubs over the last four years. Yeah, it's, uh, it's I'll, bad. I'll say that you no, know, as much as like it, it looks like it was just like a payroll move. Um, and, you know, that's caused by some of the bad contracts. I know Christian Yelich is one that Cody loves to talk about. <laughs> Christian Yelich's contract. Um, is it? <laughs> it's, up, it's up there for sure. Oh, yeah. um, I will also say that it does make sense in the fact that the Brewers have a bunch of, like, really good outfielders that are ready to hit the, the majors next year. I mean, Garrett Mitchell is their top, is their number five, uh, according to MLB Pipeline, and already debuted last year. Um, Sal Frelick. Joey Weimer, like all those guys, it, it makes it seem like, oh, as far as outfielders go, like they're, they don't, they didn't really need Hunter Renfro. Um, and they got a bunch of guys who are like cheap. Uh, I think I saw uh, from Adam McAlvey uh, talking about, uh, he's the Brewers beat writer for uh, MLB.com, talking about that Jansen Junk uh, is already like in the top 30 prospects in the Brewer system. Um, so maybe, maybe that's like an upside play, like young guys team controlled whatever um but yeah it, it does give this give off like a stink of like okay they just they're trying to save some money here no <laughs> pun intended the stink off the junk there well, you listen go. <laughs> like we sat here and talked about how you can't overvalue prospects can't overvalue brennan davis can't overvalue pca can't say that those guys are going to be the guys and you're taking a guy who hit almost 30 bombs last year who was only making 11 million and trade them for a bunch of guys that you don't really know what you're going to get. And, yeah, you might have some top prospects. And, sure, some of the guys have worked out for Brewers. But, like, again, this is, like, this is classic small market, in my opinion. I'm sorry. Like, I think it's just a salary dump because they didn't want to pay Hunter Renfro. And, sure, if one of those guys is good for them next year, then I'll sit here and say, okay, that was that was a good move. I'm still going to make junk 
junk puns, but still, like it it was it was a classic. It was it was a classic Brewers. Like I'm I'm so ready for their downfall. I'm so ready for it. I, I have been waiting for this while they have to continue to pay that fraud, Christian Yelich, while the downfall of that franchise happens at the same time. I I need that, and I need Aaron Rodgers to retire and for the entire state of Wisconsin to just be in shambles for the rest of my life. That's what I need. Cody knows me all too well. And by the way, hello to everybody in the chat. Shane, Nir, and Michael, uh, Jack, Sean, everybody's in. Uh, getting ready for this podcast and we appreciate it Cody knows me too well he's tweeted right away like or texted or slacked or whatever the message came across like we're gonna have like a whole season worth of these bad puns from me about junk and so it got me to thinking like could if we went to work this weekend for the Brewers like marketing group you know like they got to get ready for whatever their version of Cubs convention is what could their slogans be for this upcoming season. And I've got a couple that I've been working on thinking about. Um, the first one I came up with was check out our junk. <laughs> would that, would oh, that be God. something the Brewers <laughs> might want to put on a billboard? Check out our junk Brewers versus Cubs put it, today. One twenty. put it at, put, put a big old sign next to the subway where the Brewers fans can go in and buy some tickets with a $5. <laughs> <football>. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Imagine, imagine that on on a bathroom door. Come check out our junk and a Brewers logo. Could be a little awkward. Uh, I had another one. Was one team's trash is the Brewers' junk? <laughs> I like that one. I like I like, I like that one. I think that yeah. could work. Imagine if the do the Astros and the Brewers play next year? Like, you know, trash teams, right. junk. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> imagine no, the I like puns. that one. Oh. Well, it, what's that uh, my, one? What's that one moving company called? Like, what I don't know, like college. Oh yeah, uh, like that. The junk, the junk man, uh, Mister Junk. What is it? I get. I actually used them once. I don't they, know. They I, they buy your junk. Yeah, we'll buy your junk. Something like that. Yeah, that would like that, that would work. There you go. Um, I also came up with we stink and we have junk. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, there's got to be more. Come on, somebody yeah. in somebody in the the chat, come up with something. Colada's got to have something that they could use. Well, he's um, got. Tom says, "Got junk?" Like instead of "got milk," got junk. Got junk. Well, that that yeah. could be a T-shirt that they could they might yeah. start selling. I do fear. I do fear if junk starts shoving, then then we got a, a problem. But check out our junk. Check See, there it junk. is. And and burning the Brewers going down the slide like. Right down the garbage disposal. Craig Council doesn't look too happy. No, he looks really bummed out. Maybe they Craig, just canceled Craig the game. Council is never happy, man. That guy's still pissed off when the Cubs decided <laughs> to postpone a damn game because of the weather. I mean, shit. <laughs> well, how about how about Wisconsin? We have two seasons: winter and junk. <laughs> winter and junk. Junk season. Junk well, season. It's I, junk I want, season. I want <laughs> some. I want some. I want some from the chat. I want to see what the chat. I know somebody's somebody's got to have something. I while, while we wait, I do, I do like, like Sean's comment. Done. Is is Sean's comment true about what Renfro said about the trade? Like it it's so bad that I feel like it's satire. But like, is it what he actually said? I'm gonna go look. For uh, team, yeah. Okay. Sean, for everyone listening, for everyone listening on the podcast, uh, Sean's comment says Renfro's quote on the trade is hilariously brutal. Unfortunately. We were kind of expecting it. The nature of the beast is you get too expensive type deal for a team like Milwaukee. <laughs> I'm like, yikes. Like, yeah. For him to come out and say that, like, if that's true, like, <laughs> bummer for him. He has to go play in Southern California. Like, what a bummer. <laughs> boo hoo. Boo hoo. Uh, listen, I know Milwaukee's been better than the Cubs the last four years. I get it. Like, I've seen some people in the chat basically saying the Brewers have been stink have uh, been kicking our butts so like why are we even saying anything i get it but i hate them i've but really they've never them. won the world series they've never won the world series and i i don't know man like i just they've rubbed me the wrong way since uh 2018 they're i i i honestly kind of loathe them more than than uh the white Sox. i don't i've never really been a, a white Sox hater but I, I feel like more cubs fans don't like the white Sox and the brewers so uh that's 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 me. It's like Cardinals, 
uh, Yachty or Yachty Molina, Cardinals, and then Brewers for me. Like that's that's on my hate list. Green Bay Packers before Brewers. But um, here we go. Uh, I found the quote. Uh, this is from Todd Rosiak. He's the one of the Brewers writers for uh, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He said uh, this is 11:03 a.m. Uh, here on Wednesday. Just spoke to Hunter Renfro, who indicated he had a sneaking suspicion he'd be moving on from Milwaukee. Unfortunately, we were kind of expecting it. The nature of the beast is you get too expensive type deal for a team like Milwaukee. <laughs> so apparently it's a legitimate quote. That's hilarious. I mean, that's, I mean and, and the fact that he was tr- – I still – I can't get over the junk thing because imagine if at the deadline the Cubs had traded Hap or Contreras – and Junk was one of the players coming back. Can you imagine Collada and, <laughs> and, and some of the Cubs fans and Cubs Twitter if the Cubs made a bit finally traded Wilson there Contreras is, and the guy is. they got back was named Junk? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That that would have been it would have been very Cubs. You remember the hashtag that's Cub? That hashtag yeah. would have resurfaced resurfaced that's on, junk. on Cubs Twitter. Ha- hashtag that's junk. That's junk. <laughs> there you go. That's junk. They could they could change they've changed it from Miller Park. What is it called now? Family. What's their Family, ballpark? American called? Family it's Field. Not Miller, I'll always call it Miller Park because I don't think American American Miller Family Park Field. Yeah, like and now they should call it the junkyard. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, could be the nickname for it. We got some in the chat. Uh Jack R says want to hear a joke about the Brewers. Never mind. It's mostly junk. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jeff Jank Jeff. Junkins for the retro Milwaukee vibes. Never forget. Jeff Jenkins was a pretty solid hitter for them back in the day. Um, Jeff Junkins. Milwaukee junk. Brewers, we want your junk. <laughs> we'll buy your junk. There we'll you go. Milwaukee your Brewers, junk. go to Subway, get half price junk. <laughs> Sorry, Subway. I apologize for that. Uh, anyways, I thought some of them were fun. Uh, Albert Pujols, Cody, how are you, how you feeling about that? Comeback player of the year. I knew that was going to set you off last mm-hmm. night. Listen, I know he had a great two months at the end of the year, but if, if that's all it takes to win comeback player of the year, then like, fuck, let's give Rafael Ortega that next year. If he has another two month stretch, like he did this year. I mean, I'm just saying like, it was, I just, it, I get it. Like he hit the 700 home runs. He had a great second half, like whatever. I'm just, I'm just so tired. Like, I'm so glad he's done. And I, this is such a bias. This is such a meatball. Like, I don't care. I'm being meatball about this. Like, I'm so, I was so over that entire thing. Like, I get it. He was great for a decade and a couple years after that. He literally was washed for seven to eight years. Seven to eight years. And then he had two great months this year. Two great months. They weren't even the first three months. Two great months, August and September. And it was good enough for him to hit. Enough homers hit 700, so MLB is like, oh, you're on your way out of here. We're going to give you this award. I'm just like, again, I've never said that he was bad. I never said that he is not worthy of being a Hall of Fame. I'm just so tired of him, and I'm tired of Cardinal fans putting this guy on a pedestal. The guy's been straight up washed for over a half decade. I'm I'm just glad it's over. I'm glad it's over. Just <laughs> just, just stop. Like, I just <laughs> – in, in the grand scheme of the award, I just – I don't know who would have been more worthy of it, but, like, someone. Like, the guy had two good months. Two good months. The guy was literally awful first half of the year. Had a weighted runs created under – it was, like, 93 or something like that. Hit, like, 210. Like, I, I don't know. Like, what else? Like, I, I don't know. That's – I know I'm being meatball. I know this I'm being meatball, it. and I don't care. So just you're all, you're all gonna have to sit in the chat and deal with it. So it's Cody Del Meatball right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it, was it, seven, was, it was seven years in the making for comeback player of the year for Albert Pujols. Congratulations, man! You had one of the great, you had one of the greatest careers that my that I will ever see in my life. Congratulations! That's that, that's all you get. I, 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 that's that's me not being a, a, a complete meatball. I mean, I kind of expected the award to go to Pujols, like everything did. I mean, the the All Star Game vote, the Home Run Derby inclusion. Yeah, um, yeah. it was just like yeah, it was all based off like it being his last year and hitting the seven hundred homers and all that. Like, which that was still very like. If he didn't hit that, maybe he doesn't win it. But he got the seven hundred, and it's like a way to send off, you know, one of the greatest hitters 
of definitely of his generation, but maybe even of all time. Like who knows? Absolutely. Absolutely. He's definitely um, someone who deserves like his flowers for sure. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I'm with you. I don't know if there was really anyone else that could have deserved it, like off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, so it's, I mean, there has goals. to be, there had to be one player that had a down 2021 that was yeah. great this past year. I just, I can't think of one off the top of my head. That's my me opinion. neither. And that's cool. why I don't really genuinely care that much. I'm being a troll and I'm being like salty about it because he played for the Cardinals in his last year in the most fraudulent retirement tour of my entire life, perhaps century. Um, but like, that's a, like, that's it. Like, whatever. I'm glad he's done, dude. Like just like two decades of just annoyance and pain is finally over that I'm, I'm so fine. I'm so, if there's anything that I'll be excited to see related to Cardinals next year that we won't have to deal with is that, him and the other guy will not be there, and we won't have to hear everyone talk about them day in and day out. So, but by the way, nobody will remember anyways. Who is who is the comeback player of the year? The year before, it's it's like a hallmark holiday that people make up, like oh, it's special person day or whatever. Go mm-hmm. buy a stupid card or something. Like right. it's it's an award that nobody even if he if he hangs comeback player of the year award on his <laughs> in his man cave, that's a pretty sorry selection for all the things he's done in his career i don't think comeback player of the year is going to rank very high no i was the uh i was the self-awarded comeback player of the year at my turkey bowl last year oh uh because (laughs) because i I had i had a down had a down look at you (laughs) had a down 2020 uh turkey bowl Mm -hmm. and 2021 was you know that's i I don't think i dropped the pass had a few touchdowns i was all you know yeah i was i was i was where's this where where is this uh where is this elite talent and dedication during the softball season? Oh, 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 there's a shot mean? before I the holidays. I didn't ground into a triple play. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, by the way, Sean says uh, waste management has the same colors as the Packers. So waste man- management junkyard, the new Milwaukee stadium name. See what I'm saying? Like that waste yeah. management, they got junk. They get the Packer colors. Um, yeah. I can't get over that. I know. I'm sorry. No, it's uh, all good. <laughs> what do you call Jack R says? What do you call 40 millionaires around a TV watching the World Series? The Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. That's a good one. I like that. Good job, Jack. Good job. I Jack. think that's one reason why I've really, I've really loved to hate the Brewers the last four years is because since the Cubs have been going through this transition and then this quote unquote rebuild. Their fan base has been unbearable. Like it's been like White Sox fans on steroids talking trash and like just being the worst because like unlike the White Sox, at least in our lifetime, the Brewers don't have a World Series and they celebrate winning game 163 like it's the World Series. Like they post about it. Like you see those pictures that go that go uh that show up on your timeline on Twitter or anything where People take a people are at a Brewers game and they take a they always have this random stat about whoever, and it and it will say oh this guy played in game one sixty three no longer on the Cubs now or something like that like I don't I don't know exactly like the 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 wording behind it like it's always they they take these like small shots at the Cubs related to that game only because they won that game it's like dude you won you won the the division one time like I don't know like. It's just very like little brother, but like even worse than like how White Sox fans can be to a point where it's like annoying. It may it's to a point where you just like want to hate them. Like when White Sox fans do it to me, it's just more of like, okay, I'm gonna put my fate, my hand over your face now and just let you keep talking. Right. Like that's how it is to me. Like just shut up already. (laughs) But uh, and I anyways, <laughs> I just hope something finally happens. So, I mean, is, is, you know, doing nothing better than making a trade where you just are look to be sort of slashing salary like the Brewers continue to do. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm just over the waiting part. Yeah, and I'm just I'm I'm totally over it. Yeah, I'm at I'm at the point where at the very least, at least they did something. Yeah, like the Cubs haven't done anything besides you know like 
uh, protecting players on the 40 man, uh, non tendering a few guys. Like it, it's getting to the point where like we need we need something to talk about that isn't the more I know trading Hunter Renfro. It'd be nice to have some cup some Cubs related news. Uh, I would to, love a trade. I would I would love the Cubs to make a trade similar to what the Angels did for a guy like Hunter Renfro. Like we're not gonna at the end of the offseason, we're not gonna remember that trade. We'll probably forget it and then you know, when Jansen Junk comes in sometime next year, we'll be like, oh, remember when yeah, and then we you know we'll have that moment. But like I love that trade for the Angels. They're getting a guy who, you know, like I was listening to them the I was watching High Heat on MLB Network this morning and they were talking about the trade and like they had one of the I think they had one of the broadcasters that does Angel games on there and he talked about like, yeah, we got all these stars, Otani and and, and, and Trout and and whoever but then after that, they don't have a lot of like just very steady, productive players. And Hunter Renfro brings them that again, almost 30 homers last year. Like he was a salt, like he beat the Cubs a few times last year. I was like, man, if this guy's going to be here for a while, like he's going to, he's going to take all of the, he's going to save Christian Yelich from looking even more like a fraud. And now they traded him and it's like, all right, well, you're adding pitching, but you still suck on offense. So I don't know what you're doing there. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, for the Angels, that trade looks at least in, Right now, it seems like a, a good idea. I mean, again, you get one year of him, and if if you don't extend him, then I guess perhaps long term it might look bad if some of those guys that the Brewers got turn out to be something. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know. Like if the Angels actually finally are competitive for a full year next year, then yeah. then people are going to look at that like, what were the Brewers thinking? Especially if the Brewers' offense sucks again, again. What? We talk about their pitching being so great, but their offense so bad over yeah, the over the course of the stretch. The last I'm also wondering years. if this is the Angels because of the whole selling the team uh, aspect. Yeah, if this is them just trying to get good players, try to compete next year, make it look better than than maybe the situation really is, so that the value goes up. Because you don't want another you know last place or near last place team. When you're trying to when you're trying to sell it, Shohei, you know Shohei Otani a year away from free agency, Mike Trout, you know starting to age a little bit. I don't, I mean he's not not saying he's uh, he's declining, but he's aging. Yeah. Um, so it, it may just be a, a a play at you know maybe even making the playoffs in some form or fashion and making the team look better and, and the situation around the club look better than. Than it, than it has been in the last few years. Yeah, Garrick, Garrick has a comment on in the chat saying, uh, you know, who's been junk since 2018, Christian Yelich. And it led me to another slogan the Brewers could come up with. We've added more junk this offseason. And they could do a picture of Yelich and then a picture of junk and then Bernie the Brewer sliding <laughs> down the slide. There you go. That's a good marketing. like More poster. junk than ever before. Put it at a put it straight up in the middle of whatever venue they have, whatever it's called, Brewers Fest or whatever for the fans. Just a yeah. picture of Junk and Yelich, and welcome to Junk Fest. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what's not Junk: ComEd Lighting, guys. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights, learn more about network lighting to operate your lights throughout your mobile device, and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor-outdoor lighting and networked lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than before. Visit comed.com slash poweringbiz to start saving money and energy. Start a project. Contact them at 1-855-433-2700. For more information, email businessee at comed.com or publicsectoree at comed.com. Might be something you want to do before the old holiday lights go up and just start sucking the energy bill. You know, get the uh, LED lights mm -hmm. hooked up so you're saving at least somewhere. Yeah, and when you got those LED lights, and, and for whatever reason, if you're if you're trying to look into those LED lights, I don't know why you would, but if you're doing it, you should probably put your shady rays on. That's right. All right. All right. Well, wait, Lawrence got shady rays on right now. Doesn't where is he? Where is Law Dog? Where's, Lawrence? Where's Law Dog? Look at those. There, there they are. 
How y'all doing? Look at those things. Look at that. Look at those shady rays. Why? Right there. Look at that. Great fire. I know. I look pretty good today, guys. I, I, I know you're remote, so you don't really see it up close. But you look you look a little more maverick than even Steve looks like maverick. Yeah, I mean, these are not maverick wouldn't go with the green because that's just calling attention. But... That's calling attention. Maverick okay. doesn't do that. The attention comes naturally. I mean, when you look this good, you got to call attention to it. <laughs> exactly. But what? Yeah. So Lars, right now, he's wearing a shady rays. Love my shady rays. They're beautiful. Love, love the shady rays. Shady rays never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall, because or winter, because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Shady rays are premium polarized shades featuring world class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. The best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear, lost and broken replacements. If you lose your or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. You drop them in the lake, you drop them off a cliff, anything, they'll replace them. And even with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you holding in my hand or Lawrence can tell you holding in his hand uh, that seemed just as good as any expensive pair that I have ever worn. Shady Rays customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. They stand behind their product and told our team that if anyone has a problem, they throw profit out the you window and do what it. it takes to get it right. Every time you guys say that, if they have a problem, I just think, yo, I'll solve it. <laughs> You'll solve it? Check out solve the it? DJ Revolves It. Come on, you know, Vanilla Ice. Oh. Never mind. I'm out. Oh, Get rid I of him, would we? Thank you. Love Vanilla Ice. Uh, I only know the one song, Ice Ice Baby. It's, is that is that in, is that a lyric in Ice Ice Baby? I uh, I don't know. I know Vanilla Ice. Yes. Okay. There. Yes. Okay. Uh, then, Even I don't know that. Like I, I don't it know. makes a little more sense than Law Dog. But Shady Ray <laughs> stands behind their product and told our team that if anyone has a problem, they throw profit out the window and do what it takes to get it right. Free returns and exchanges. You either love the shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back, and that's it. And now, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is running the deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's buy one, get one free. Oh, go. You can get you can get one like Lawrence is wearing right now and also a second pair with the code CHGO. You get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem that code CHGO only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. Very nice. Very nice. Uh Back to the outfield conversation and how the, the Brewers got rid of Renfro. I mean, he wouldn't have been a bad addition. Like Cody said, you know, like that's the type of assuming, assuming as we hope that they're spending big money on a shortstop, you still have to fill some holes. Uh, I see Colada say no Candelario, uh, but we've talked, you wrote an article about the center field options, right? Ryan, mm -hmm. that was out today. And I think in general, you know, the center field options are not going to be super expensive because we don't assume we don't think they're going after Aaron Judge. So after that, the other guys seem at least affordable if you're going to spend big other places. Yeah. Um, and what the, the point I tried to make in that um, in the article, you can go all chgo.com. Um, as with most of the articles now, it is unlocked. Um, and you can read it for free and hear my uh, dumb opinions. But uh, the <laughs> these as, from what I tried to make, the point I tried to make in that article, uh, as far as center field goes, is like the most logical option right now for the Cubs uh, for 2023 is it's like a stopgap option. Right. Um, because, and, and I know we talk about not wanting to rely on prospects. Um, and that, that goes for a couple, you know, 2024 as well. You don't want to rely on, a guy like uh, Pete Crow Armstrong, who won a minor league gold glove. Uh, he was awarded that yesterday. He, first of all, he's not – I think the idea is that he – even the most optimistic view probably doesn't have him reaching the majors next year, um, and that view probably has him uh, – the most optimistic is him being ready on opening day 2024. Um, but even that may be a little uh, – pushing it a little bit. Um, and then right now – you know, Alexander Canario isn't even going to be ready uh, for opening day. You know, he's he, the the fractured left ankle, dislocated shoulder, needed surgery. Um, you know, all that stuff is going to keep him on the shelf for a while. 
Brennan Davis is still dealing with or was still recovering from, you know, all the various ailments that have cost him most of the season. And he, I think Jared Banner said at the GM meetings uh, that he, they are expecting him to be ready, uh, like for spring training and fully clear to go. But at the same time, he lost an entire year almost of pretty crucial development. Um, so I, you look at it and, and as far as opening day goes, none of those three are going to be ready to be the starting and center field next year. Then you look at what the Cubs have on the roster. You know, they just let Rafael Ortega go. Um, they non-tendered him on Friday, so he's no longer an option. Cody is happy about that. Um, so really the only options they have left are uh, for center field, you know, not including Ian Happ because I think we've decided that he and, and the Cubs have decided that he is the, the everyday left fielder moving forward. Um, so the only real options for center field are uh, Christopher Morrell and Nelson Velasquez, who both out of all the seven players, I think it was that played uh, seven, seven players that played center field for the Cubs in 2022. Mm -hmm. um, they both rated the worst defensively and in, in various defensive metrics, but those are the two, two right at the bottom of that list. Um, and you can argue is, you know, Morrell played more center field than anyone else at a younger age. Um, Nelson Velasquez also kind of came up, didn't have the same amount of playing time that probably would have helped him to uh, adjust quicker. So, but all in all, it's like the Cubs had the worst defensive center field, you know, group, uh, in 2022 by like defensive run saved, outs above average, all that stuff. And the only two real options remaining on the roster are, were also the two, the two guys that graded out the worst defensively at that position. So just overall, it just I think it just makes total sense and the most sense for them to go out and look at some of these guys that are going to be playing on prove-it deals. Cody Bellinger, Kevin Kiermaier. I think you can, as much as Luke as Luke might want Aaron Judge, you throw him, you, you just cross him off. He's, he's not coming to the Cubs. Um, Brandon Nimmo may want a long-term contract that the Cubs aren't willing to give, so that's probably another guy you could cross off. But Cody Bellinger, you know, coming off a couple really bad seasons and, and being non-tendered, like the Dodgers decided – $18 million was too much to keep him on the roster. Um, but he still provides a great glove. Uh, he, he had, I think he was one year was negative defensive run saved in his entire six year career. Um, Kevin Kiermaier was hurt for most of last season, you know, had a season ending hip injury. Um, he's a little older as well. He'll probably come even cheaper than Cody Bellinger and has, you know, is a three-time goal glover has had like seven before this past season had like seven straight years. Uh, double-digit defensive run save. Sorry, this, this is very long-winded. I'm trying to explain the article that y'all can can just go read. Um, but overall, it's just th those are two options um, that won't lock up center field for right. the long haul, and will allow those guys, you know, especially if Brennan Davis or Canario are ready to come up at any point next season. They allow those guys to to develop, like, kind of like with Matt Mervis. You you give them a chance to develop at their own pace and not insert them right away into the everyday starting lineup uh, and you, but you also don't block the position for the, for the future. I don't, uh, Sean is asking in the chat, what about Nico to center field, sign a shortstop, play Madrigal at second. And I saw somebody else saying um, about another team. Uh, one of the reporters was asking, why can't Trey Turner play center field for somebody? And I, I just don't love the idea of taking a guy who had his best major league season and totally turning him upside down. Like a shift to second base would be enough of a change that I wouldn't that that I'm I'm okay with it. But I don't I, I don't want him to have to learn center field. I, I, I yeah. not that he couldn't do it. I'm sure he could do it. Um, I just would rather put a stopgap in. The, like again, especially if you're doing it for like what Ryan's talking about. You're you're waiting for Brendan Davis and PCA to get to the major league level. So if it's just a stopgap thing, I don't want to change the one guy I had who played at a gold level level at shortstop. I can move him to the other side of the infield, but I don't want to move him to the outfield, even if he can do it. I think another idea, and this is kind of like a low key one, um, you know, and I don't remember who wrote about this. Maybe it was, maybe you wrote about it, Ryan. I can't remember. Um, but Arizona, Diamondbacks, they got a lot of outfielders right now. Oh, yeah. And I think that was uh, Greg Zumach. Yeah, yeah Greg yeah. Zumach. Thank Good you. Um, 
he uh you know so that's that's an option too of course that's like you know it's basically like if you're if you if you're banking on a prospect i guess but Mm-hmm. They do have some highly talented ones, and one of them being Alec Thomas, Chicago native. Like, I don't know if the Diamondbacks would even want to trade him, but I'm just saying they have a lot of them. And I think Corbin Carroll is the only one that's on the untouchable list for them. So I'm just saying, like, they, I don't know what their biggest need is. They're an interesting team. Um, if they weren't in the NL West, I would say, you know, they can be a competitive team uh in that in in the division but i i think there'd be more of a wild card if you know everything goes right for them but they have a lot of young talent and uh you know zach gallon coming off the best year of his career as a, as a starter um but yeah again they have a lot of outfielders and like you know maybe the cubs and the diamondbacks can talk a little trade i, I don't know but that that's an option that's what i'm saying like i don't i don't know if, uh because everyone's talking about kiermaier or bellinger but yeah that's also a thing as well um but yeah no ryan hits it on the on the nail like i think to me like pca is like the only one of on the farm right now that i'm like you can't you can't allow this guy to get blocked like i think the potential is is clearly there and you and we saw it last year and again he was a first round pick made by the mets they, he was traded. They traded Javi Baez for him. Like you gotta, you, you got, you can't block this guy. You gotta find out what he is. Um, but again, like, yeah, he was not going to start the year with the team next year. So like, um, that's why you got to go get a guy like a Bellinger or a Kiermaier or, or whoever out on via trade. And um, to me, uh, you know, I think, the only way that we could see PCA next year is if the Cubs are competitive in July and August and, you know, he's killing it in double a or, or if he gets the promotion to triple a before, before them, you know what I mean? Like it'd be kind of like what they did with Kyle Schwarber, but Kyle Schwarber also played in like college. And I don't even think PCA did that. So like it, to me, it'd be like a, a September thing. If, if anything, like, I'm not I'm not getting up for it. I'm just saying like that's like the only possibility. Like if the Cubs are in it and he's playing really well and they have an injury or something like that. And you know, kind of like what they did with Nico, except again, Nico also played in college. So like it's uh it'd be a very interesting situation if it were to happen. But who knows? You never mm-hmm. know. One guy that was in that uh what Zumak was talking about that I thought was an interesting idea and a name that I would like to see. He was, was Dalton Varsho. Like, you know, his dad played for the Cubs. He, he had a couple, I remember specifically, he had a couple good games against the Cubs this season. Um, and the one thing that's kind of cool about him, if you had him there for a couple years, is that he has flexibility. Like he's, he's another one of these versatile players, but he's one that can also play catcher. So, you don't have to necessarily clog up your team with full-time catchers if you've got a guy who can play outfield and mm-hmm. catcher, right? Like that that gives you even more flexibility at that position. Like we, we keep talking about who are they going to add? Like Varshow was Varshow was pretty good. Like he out was. of that group, I, I count, not that Thomas wouldn't be, but I he was Varshow was one that I saw in the mix where they're like, well, we've got they would have an excess of outfielders. He was one of the excess names, not to say that they would trade him, but if you made the right offer, he's a guy that might be able to fill two positions for you as yet another backup catcher. Whereas you could then send Higgins to He's definitely more available than Corbin Carroll. That's as much as we can say that guy's going to be a stud. If, if he, if he were available, he'd be an interesting name because of the flexibility he gives your roster. Yeah, for sure. Let's call um, friends at PHNX and see and see and see if we see what we can do. What you were trying to do with the White Sox all year, Stucky. You know what I mean? Yeah. To them I know. I tried. I tried to talk them into. Yeah. They didn't want. Maybe you. Maybe you can talk the PHNX guys into. You know, hell, send Zach Gallon as well. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. You yeah. Got, you got a good vibe on you when it comes to talking trades, stuck. None of those happened though, <laughs> Cody. I, I offered yeah. a lot of deals. Nobody took them. Well, you offered you offered a big deal that ended up like it would have backfired on the Cubs. That Ian Happ wisdom for hundred percent. Well, I mean, it, it would have backfired in that they would have lost the Gold Glover, but 
it wouldn't have backfired in the total rebuild of the organization necessarily, right? Like Mankata could be back in line for comeback player of the year next year because right, he yeah. has to be better than what he was last has year. Has to be exactly has to be better than that, man. Uh, I don't so know that, what happened right. to him. Ryan, you're gonna you got a mailbag coming out tonight. Yes, too? I do. Yep, yep. Which will also right. be unlocked too, right? Because like 90% of what you write now is going to be unlocked at least or there something go, like yeah. that. It will be. Yeah, it will be unlocked. Anyone can read it. You know, I we hit up our you know, our diehards in the Discord chat for some questions through uh through a couple of tweets out uh earlier this week on Twitter. I've um, got a good amount of questions. Um yeah, You got one for us? Well, this is one I didn't actually include in the uh well, I have a couple if you want, but this this is one that I didn't actually include in the mailbag. But I it love was, it. Uh, do it. Do it. What it do you got? To me. Um, so this is from uh, JRIF27 on Twitter. Uh-huh. He said, going back to all the judge and ball value talk on historic home runs, I want the crew to, to discuss how much the Game 7 Zobris double ball would be worth if it was a ground rule double and fell into the hands of a Cub fan at the game. Mm. I don't think it would be worth as much as like the final out, out ball um no how, yeah. however much that's worth um but the go-ahead base hit to give the cubs the eventual world series win i don't know that, that, that that's worth some money is that's the worth final, some money is the final out ball just at the hall of fame now i, I believe because i don't Rizzo know the answer to that i i assume so like i remember the white Sox. <laughs> i'd assume i'd assume they gave it to jerry I, I, I would assume because rizzo gave the ball to ricketts yeah. Uh, at the parade. Um, oh, then they may have it just like Reinsdorf has the White Sox yeah. one. I, they may either if, have it or it's in the Hall of Fame, but it definitely has never like gone on to auction or anything. Zobris, go ahead, run in game seven of the World Series. I would say to be worth more money than the Dexter Fowler home run, although that would be valuable too. Do you think it would get a million bucks? I do. I think there's a Cubs fan out there that would pay a million dollars. Like you, a celebrity, like one of the celebrities, I could see Eddie Vedder being like, oh, I'll pay a million dollars to have that ball. <laughs> I could see that. I could see some, like, I don't think when I like initial Who's value, that? I don't think initial value would reach a million dollars, but I could see a, a, a rich Cubs fanatic going at and being like, I'll pay whatever. Give me, I want the ball. I, I could see is that. Crawley, is, is Crawley, uh, <laughs> Like a millionaire, like we don't know. He's got I, mean, I, I kind of assumed, considering how much he is at everything Cubs related, but maybe he saved up. Maybe he saved up the money for that to pay for that Zobrist uh, or the hypothetical Zobrist crown roll double ball. <laughs> yeah, Crawley, I think might be a Powerball winner that hasn't told anybody he was a Powerball winner. Fair the man is at everything. I think honestly, if I won the Powerball, I would not tell anyone. So, oh, I would. No. I can tell people a lot of things. Oh, I don't. I, I don't. I don't want people. You got a to lot of problems with you people, and you're about to hear about all of them. <laughs> I may keep that to myself if I ever win. Really? Yeah, I don't know how much that ball would be worth though. Like, that's an interesting question though. Like, I think I think it's one of the most. What are they saying for Judge? Hits. Three million? He was offered three mil. Is that right? The guy, the guy that caught Judge's ball. The yeah. 62. Was it three? He was offered some amount of money by the Yankees. I thought the Yankees yeah. offered him three mil. I don't remember. Yeah, he, yeah, he turned out three milli. There you go. And I think the most expensive ball ever was the McGuire sixty second, which was three point oh five. I'm gonna go ahead and say I know there's inflation, but that guy's an idiot. Like sell the ball. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. I I would bet that that if if Zobrist if the go ahead run in Game Seven of the World Series, breaking the curse. I, I don't know if, if just any – you only have to find one person to buy it. I bet you could get a million dollars for it. I, I bet you could. I bet you Harry Carey's or Ricketts or just some wealthy Cubs fan that's out there would be like, yep, that's the ball we want and we have to have it. So I, I bet you you could get a million bucks. I, I guarantee you get 500000 for it. Yeah, just yeah, I, 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 yeah. I just don't. I'm not good with like valuations like that. I have no idea what anything is worth. So. <laughs> I'm just basing that on if if Judge was offered three million and you know, you know Declined. what what would Sammy's sixtieth homer? I I don't know, but I'm just gonna like people pay crazy amounts for different things. 
for like the first pair of Jordans ever worn autographed or something. But you guys remember how crazy Cubs fans are and how like just rabid they are about winning that finally winning the world series. I mean, when people are going to grave sites, there's, there's a money value on that ball that I'm going to say it might not be a million, but I bet you to be pretty close because you only have to find one person to pay it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Sean asked a good question in the chat. Uh, Luke, did you catch the Homer in the Gloman in 1938? <laughs> the slander. Right. The that's slander not right. And it's, <laughs> and it's before the holidays too. You know, that's unnecessary. That's unnecessary. Uh, you are all Grandpa so blessed Stucky. to be in this, in this YouTube stream right now to watch us all talk <laughs> grandpa <laughs> stucky the gift that keeps on giving yeah the gift that keeps on giving oh my goodness ken says crawley is an education unless something has changed yes we know he was ryan's dean of students yeah yeah <laughs> that was the first thing i learned about ryan like first week we yeah. worked together i learned about yeah. that i'm pretty sure because we talked about Crazy Cubs fans on Cubs Twitter, I'm pretty sure. First week we worked together. <laughs> I will not confirm nor deny. Okay, well, that's uh, that's that's rumor. been reported by sources. Um, <laughs> Cody, you got, uh, you got any DraftKings picks of the week for us? Any hot picks going over the holiday mm. holiday weekend? Well, you know, today is – there's not – I mean, there's, there's college basketball today. But tomorrow we got three NFL games. We got a few college football games. Yeah, we got more college basketball. I mean, there's just so much to choose from tomorrow. But I love Patriots money line against the Vikings. Kirk Cousins on prime time. Mm. That's a that's an automatic fade, guys. Automatic fade. Vikings coming off getting their butts kicked by the Cowboys. And now they they're at home, getting their butts kicked at home against the Cowboys. Now they got to face the Patriots who, uh, well, they're the most mid team in football. Like, I don't understand yeah, I how agree. they're, I don't understand how they're, how they've won games. I, the only reason they won last week is because Zach, Zach Wilson stinks. Um, but I believe in Bill Belichick with four days rest more so than I believe in the rookie head coach for the Vikings. And I sure as hell, I'm not going to trust Kirk cousins on prime time so feed me patriots plus 120 we ride at sunset well actually a couple hours after sunset because of daylight <laughs> time but still patriots money line thursday night football i assume on prime video or maybe nbc i don't know how they're doing it tomorrow on on um for thanksgiving but mm -hmm. i like that uh, i don't know all right I that works for me let me tell you about Game Time, guys. It's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. If you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you thought you never could, 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert, this is it. The Game Time app, the biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season on Bears tickets that are left. We got the big tailgate coming up on the, what is it, the 4th? Against the Packers, yes. the Packer game. I'm do it. Go to our tailgate. Have that game time app. And if Justin Fields is playing, we got a shot to finally beat Green Bay. And also, you, yeah, I was gonna say diehards get twenty percent off that tailgate, don't they? Uh, yeah, they do. They off do. everything, they get twenty percent off all of our merch all of the time. They get uh, twenty percent off all of our events, including the tailgates um, and takeovers that'll be coming up. Um, game time is created by the fans for the fans, guaranteeing the lowest price. If you love CHGO, you're going to love game time. And the best way to support us is buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Love game time. Woo. Cody, yeah, you bought any more, uh, Il you bought any more Illinois football tickets through game time? No, just, just. This last weekend, just this last weekend, I, I did get Illinois tickets through game time when I went and watched them have a full on barn burner against Iowa when they went nine to six back in October. It was a classic Big Ten game. It was the most disgusting uh, 60 minutes of my life. But uh, I did, you know, I got to watch it all thanks to game time. Uh, and now go. I get to watch 
hopefully Illinois whip Northwestern this weekend. They, I mean, I'm asking just for a win, but if it's if it if it's close in the fourth quarter and it's freezing, I might actually consider leaving just because like this game doesn't really mean much. I mean, they they ruined their chances to perhaps go to the Big Ten championship when they lost to Purdue. Um, they lost to Michigan State, and then of course they reeled me back in over the weekend, facing almost beating Michigan, and then not doing it. So, um, what a roller coaster! Basketball school, man. Basketball school. That's what I keep telling myself. <laughs> hey, they've on the line. I take basketball tickets. Yeah, I was gonna say Ooh, yeah. dude, we can get we can get game time. Uh, we go to that uh, bragging rights game in St. Louis. Mm, yeah, in like a month. Yeah, we'll they got Syracuse on Monday in the ACC Big Ten Challenge, so I'm pretty excited for that. Which they better win that game because Syracuse is, I don't know, Jim boeheim has been running the 2-3 uh, zone for decades. He's, and he kind of sucks. So, um, uh, yeah. I'm, you guys I'm never saw that. the show ALF, did you? You ever see the show ALF about the ALF? alien, oh, ALF? No. It was, it was a funny show that was on. Now Network. you're talking my language, Luke. Let's get into it. The, the Willie! Dad, Willie, ah! the, the dad from ALF was a dead ringer for Jim Beheim. Same person, the dad from really? yeah. Alf. Yeah, oh, Alf. Like. Uh, Alf. Um, what are you doing, Alf? <laughs> now you guys were around. Was. It was a good show. They should bring it back. The best. Um, earlier today on the CHGO podcast, the Law Dog was there when we did. Kevin came up with the idea. Four people you would invite to th- if you had four tickets to say like I'm going to invite you these guests to our family Thanksgiving. And one of them had to be sports related. So I thought, all right, let's care. My fun one was that I wanted Pippen, Jordan, Barkley, and Isaiah Thomas for the awkward oh style. That's the most oh, awkward. Yeah. And then like Bar- because everybody in there doesn't like each other. And Barkley would probably not be able to hold his tongue. So it would start no. total chaos eventually. I was going to say, you should have, you should have just went Jordan Pippen, Jordan's son, Pippen's ex-wife. Well, I thought that, but then I thought, oh, Isaiah Thomas has been saying the feud continues and then Barkley's not talking to Jordan anymore. So I thought, let's carry that over into the Cubs podcast today real quick before we go. Four people you would invite to Thanksgiving at your house on Thursday. Let's say they just have to be baseball related or somehow cubs related uh they don't all have to be cubs related but they can be i know cody wants to invite yadier molina and christian yelich so <laughs> you you know we could start there cody if, if that's for your four i'll tell you my four you want my four I yeah you see yours first i came up with ryan sandberg favorite player as a kid hall of famer kyle schwarber former cub would just be a good time right would be a nice guy. You wouldn't be afraid afraid to uh, introduce him to your grandmother or your family because Rhino and Schwarber, good guys. Uh, Joe Madden would be interesting, and he'd probably bring some booze from his restaurants and different foods, and he would never stop telling stories. Like mm-hmm. if you got Joe Madden in your house for Thanksgiving and a couple glasses of wine, some real 2016 stories would start to leak out. And about you know his relationship with Theo, I thought, okay, now now we're getting somewhere. And then I was going to put Theo as my fourth. And I thought, no, we need some jokes after dinner. So then I thought, drunk Bill Murray. Drunk Bill Murray after the World Series. And you put Bill Murray, Madden, Schwarber, and Rhino in one. Put them at one table with maybe the kids' table. And then that. So that's my four. Okay. Okay. What do you got? Cody, Ryan, you go. All right. Cody. All right. So. My four, I want to be like, I want to go. I feel like I've had the best conversations about Cubs that people forget about or just like have this legendary lore. You know what I mean? And Tony Campana was awesome, man. (laughs) And I've talked to Tony Campana. Tony Campana. probably arranged Tony Campana coming to your house. Yeah, well, that would. uh, I get him on Cameo. I shot out on Cameo for like $10. (laughs) Tony Campana is one of the nicest guys I've ever talked to. So I'd love, he can, he can come. All right. All right. And then, you know, so that's like 2010s. And when I think of other Cubs, like I I want two from 2010s and then two from like more current era, I guess you could say. So I'll go Tony Campana 
and then Big Z because I feel like mm. he would just have not only would he probably bring a really good dish, he'd yeah. also like Joe Madden probably has some good stories. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe I could talk to him about all those Gatorade coolers that he's beat up on. You know what I mean? So I got Big Z, I got Tony Campana. And then if we're looking back kind of on, you know, guys from the World Series team, maybe get some stories about that, kind of like what Luke was saying. I think I got to go Ben's over so we can then get yeah. the key on everything that has to do with his wife. But also, you know, like I want to hear some more about 2016, right? I definitely, I'm here for addition on the ex-wife thing. That is that is hours of entertainment. Absolutely. And by by yeah. the way, Cody, before you leave somebody out, like Colada saying Santo Kessinger Beckett Banks on the CHGO show, we said they all had to be alive. But obviously, like Santo or, or Banks or somebody would that that would be a great list. We just I forgot yeah. to mention that that was one of the requirements. That's fair. Okay, okay, so Big Z, Tony Campana, Ben Zobrist is a real good one. Right. And okay. All right. who's your fourth? I think my fourth, like, I I just I really 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 feel like John Lester would be like a great time. Like you, like very similar to what you said about Schwarber. I feel like John Lester would, he would be the one who brings, brings the beer and he'd be the one to, you know, get a little spicy at the dinner table. You know what I mean? Maybe have a little controversy. We know Corey Friedman is inviting John Lester. There's no no question about that. Rhonda says, Kerry Wood, Ryan Sandberg, Kyle Schwarber, Mark Grace. Good list. By the way, and we know we know that Brendan would invite Nico, 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 and Nico. <laughs> Just yeah. Nico. That's all yeah. he would invite. <laughs> Maybe if we were asking this like in March, he would also uh-huh. or he would have three Nicos and one um Daniel Norris. But now it's <laughs> now it's four Nicos for, for Brendan. Daniel Norris for sure. Uh if we, yeah, if we're talking about this in March, he would have definitely invited Daniel Norris. Yes. Um, all right, Sean, four. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say Sean has Sammy, Woody, and a boom box. Tom oh, says Moises Alou, Alex Gonzalez, oh. Mark Pryor, and Bartman. Steven says Come Billy on, Williams, Schwartz, Keith Moreland, and John Lackey. Ooh, what a collection John that Lackey. is. So I was I feel like I feel like a good duo would be John Lackey, John Lester, Jake Arietta, and David Ross. Uh yeah. Let's, okay. Yes. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead, right. Who do you got? So, I, I only wanted to go with one player. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was gonna start with VR, but I didn't want Luke to get jealous. Um. So I decided to keep him off the list. Um, After I, that I, big I, video game home run. The only player that I'm inviting is uh Morel, just because of how grateful he would be, how thankful he'd be. Uh, it's a great point. Thanksgiving dinner. Um, you know, he'd he'd shake or he he'd bow to uh, you know uh, my he's grandparents. The he's the greeter. He's the greeter at the door. Everyone everybody when they show so, up. Yeah, be, um, so I think he'd be a great guest to have just because he would be so uh, nice and respectful. Um, number two, if you want stories, Pat Hughes. Yeah, Pat Hughes is, yeah. is my is my is a great storyteller. You know, like he could tell he could make you envision things just by listening to him. So you know, he tells a great story. Um, number three, uh, I'm talking about, you know, post dinner, post Thanksgiving dinner entertainment. That's maybe not football. We can go Eddie better. I thought play some, that play too. some music, yeah. you know, a little concert in the living room. Uh, number four. And actually Tom stole this one from me. I'm, I'm, I'm picking Steve Bartman. Oh, I'm going wow. to invite him, let him know that he's welcome. Uh, he's, yeah. let him know that he's welcome, that he's forgiven, um, uh, for, things that he should never have been blamed for in the first place um yeah let's see bartman i just want that guy to live his half his life happily i wouldn't even put him in the position guys that got left (laughs) off our list that i've seen that i now say oh geez should i should i substitute somebody and and, like i pat hughes i've talked enough to pat hughes like i've enjoyed it that's on Corey's list for sure pat hughes and on lester but I did see Sosa, and Sosa would make for great entertainment at Thanksgiving. Like, yeah, you do the, you do the, the Sammy, Sammy showing up kiss. and blowing kisses to everybody, and yeah, and trying to get back in. Then I also thought, should I just be doing this for the future of the Cubs system? Should I invite Correa, Ricketts? <laughs> you know, should it be Correa, Ricketts, Judge, and and then Jed Hoyer? Put them all in one room well, and say, make it work. 
Look at Michael Culotta said uh, Ricketts, Hoyer, Hawkins, and Epstein, and I do not want to be any of those four in a room with Michael Culotta <laughs> at this point in time. That is that that sounds like a nightmare. Absolutely not. That's the last <laughs> thing that I would want to be in a room with. Yes. <laughs> if I'm any, if I am in charge of the Cubs, I do not want to spend Thanksgiving dinner getting grilled by Michael Culotta. I'm just trying to eat my turkey and mashed potatoes. Right. If I, if I had and to watch go the just... football while I'm gambling on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How about, uh, how about Hayward? Hayward to recreate the uh, speech from uh, 2016. Ooh, oh, yeah. Give thanks and then have him give the speech. Yeah. yeah. You have a great I speech. Like a good point. I like the idea of Morel being the greeter at the door. No question yeah. about that. That was my favorite is Morel. 100%. I want Morel at any party I'm going to because I want, I just want that hug. I want the embrace. I, I agree. He'd be thankful for everything. It'd be, it'd be wonderful. That's good. What about if you just went, if you just wanted like entertainment, right? Like you said, Eddie Vedder. I was thinking better than I thought Billy Corgan would be fun. And he'd yeah, he'd, so, so you could have a concert, you get a little him. concert, a little acoustic concert going on after or during dinner. And then I thought that's why I thought Bill Murray. Yeah, and Vince Vaughn. You could have Vince, Vince Vaughn, Vaughn doing improv. Jeff, Jeff Garland. Cusack, Jeff Cusack. Garland from Curb. I've been at a party with uh, with Jeff Garland. I know the party you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, were you there or no? No, I just know all about it, that he was actually buzzing people up at a house party. Yeah. And, Ryan, and, who from yeah. Cubs Media would you invite to Thanksgiving? Russ. Oh, that's good. Give me the Russ cast all night long. Russ, Russ would be a good one. Like yeah, he Russ probably cast. would be a good one. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one. I don't want anyone to feel bad. But I was thinking about maybe maybe, maybe I should invite Dave Otto. He can reminisce yes. on the Elk Grove High School stories. I don't he know. Can... I, I... I, you don't want to invite anybody like I don't want to invite like Rick Tellender because Rick can put down like 15 hot dogs at a Sox game once that I saw. So I don't want anybody that's going to leave me with no leftovers. Mm. Remember, that though, the concern. Otto, Scott Chags from Marquee and Tony uh, Andraki. Yeah, one Andrake's time I met them at Bernie's. Great. Dude. <laughs> they, Dave Otto. Welcome. Dave Otto also went to Mizzou, so if he wants to stay a day, we could watch no, the Mizzou. No, that's, not the, that's not the Dave Otto anecdote we need. He's he gave up one of MJ's base hits in the Crosstown Classic back in wow, whatever that was, ninety two, ninety four. He was uh, Dave Otto used to always say guys had an absolute hose. He can throw gas, yeah. an absolute hose. I loved working with him. <laughs> he was talking uh, about gas before gas was gas. That's right. Do we do we have law? Do we have any more uh, Brewers? Oh yeah, uh, I mean, I hear I updated for you. We yeah, got a Brewers go. fan in the chat. See, more, more junk, junk than, than ever, ever before. before. <laughs> I mean, look at I even found a photo of the stupid sausages with one of them was in a garbage bag. So I thought That's, that was pretty. Funny. That is <laughs> <laughs> That's real good. Yeah, you know, you well, podcast you, listeners, go check. I out should have sent YouTube. you the picture of me in the bratwurst costume the one time I ran, and then it really could have been junk because my effort yeah. was poor. That's that's good. We should send that to somebody in Milwaukee. They might oh, want yeah. to put that on a billboard. I'll, I'll throw they, that should put that, they should put that Actually, graphic on a billboard on I ninety four. Honestly, we should put the CHPO <laughs> logo in it and put it right. And like, as you get to the Kenosha outlets, buy a billboard, put it up. CHGO Sports, Jake. We got to start spending some cheese. Yeah. They, they this say is great time. investment. This is yeah. great investment. It's and like it's whoever the White Sox fan who put up that bill, that White Sox billboard at the like uh, on Clark Street, like last year. Like I hated it, but I was like, this is this is great trolling <laughs> slash marketing. I I I applaud yeah. you, sir. <laughs> uh, Bob Odenkirk. Been listed as someone that would come to Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, that'd be a good CM, one too. CM Punk is another Cubs fan. CM, CM Punk, Punk, yeah. You were you. I I was jealous that I didn't think of Bill Murray. Bill Murray is my favorite Cubs fan. I think he's everyone's yeah. favorite Cubs. He fan. would yeah. be fun. I would yeah. want him to do the "What about Bob?" where he's eating at the table and just be like, "Mmm, look, these mashed potatoes are so good." Anyway, Nate, if I mentioned Glen Allen Hill, I will just throw in a personal anecdote. Uh, Glennon Hill is one of the most chill dudes you will ever meet. So uh, he, I don't know. He's not going to be getting too excited about hitting a ball 500 feet onto a roof. I'll just say that. <laughs> Very chill. Very, Very chill. chill. Yeah, I say that about you all the time, Law. So that hey, well, that's the shady raise. What, 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 uh, what about Frank Schwindel? I feel like he'd be great. Oh, yeah. Indy City? We could talk to him about the, the, the middle seat. <laughs> <laughs> the middle seat. <laughs> He will have the middle like seat. Like to be the in the table. middle seat on Southwest Airlines boarding group D. Yeah. 
Yes. Right next to the right next to the can. You do the middle seat backed up against the bathrooms. Yeah. Always a good All right. Time. On that okay. note, uh, this was fun. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody out there. Uh, have a good, safe holiday weekend. Again, if something breaks over the next few days, mm-hmm. we will have an emergency podcast. We'll jump on. So when they sign Correa. And we'll still have a show tomorrow, but we pre-recorded right. it. We so have a little special get, Thanksgiving something something for you. Yeah, so like you'll get a glimpse of three days ago, Cody talking to future Cody. That's right. Mm-hmm. I and forgot about that. Ryan and Luke too doing the same thing. So back to the future. It's back whenever, to the future. Whenever you eat your dinner and you're tired of your family, just go turn, go pull up your podcast app and listen to us talk about the good old days. That's right. Oh, yeah. And then. Uh, Brendan and Corey will also have one coming up on Black Friday as well. There you go. Round out the week. Right. But we'll have an alive and emergency one if and when they sign Correa before Thanksgiving. All right. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast (laughs) presented by DraftKings, America's top rated sports book. Have a great Thanksgiving and fly the W.